Barry Soper, political editor. Hi, Barry. Hello, Heather. Whew. The CEOs don't like the beehive, do they? <laughs> Look, it comes as no surprise to me at all. This um, Over the past couple of months, I've been doing a number of speeches um, up and down the country, and people are really interested in politics and um, what makes uh, the beehive tick over. And uh, these are mainly to business audiences, and certainly the feedback that I've had is they're none too happy, and this is borne out in the uh, Herald's mood of the boardroom. And, uh, you know, at least I guess these uh, chief executives are putting their money where their mouths are because, um, you know, they've come out publicly. I think you're going to be interviewing one uh, after five o'clock. Um, just what their frustrations are, and, and none of it should come as any surprise to anyone, really. Um, the thing that I think will be probably more disturbing, though, will be for Grant Robertson because he has feared relatively well in the past and he's been replaced um, by uh, uh, the climate change minister, James Shaw, as the top cabinet performer. Well, you know, James Shaw, the only thing that he's done really successfully this year is uh, to fight off um, a leadership challenge that he initially lost but uh, won the leadership back and really hasn't done a hell of a lot more than that. But uh, it's the uh, business confidence and it's the confidence in the economy that'll uh, concern Grant Robertson. Now, 46% of the respondents say they um, uh, don't have um, confidence uh, in the direction of the economy. 38% uh, said they did have, 16% were unsure. So uh, look, that's not a good score for any government and certainly not a good score for a government going into an election next year. Do you know what I was th I was wondering if if a cabinet if cabinet ministers are fancying that after this government's administration the term is over they might like to get into business they should probably start bailing now don't you think otherwise they are also it, pretty much everybody is going to be infected with this who's in cabinet well, right don't now. Forget, um you know there are uh, 22 I think it is uh, labor members who run the risk of losing their seats next year. And they are in electorates that uh, Labor could never even think about winning uh, prior to the last election. Yeah, and they won it obviously because there was still that fear factor out there uh, at the last election. Uh, that's certainly gone now, along with uh, the COVID uh, issue. And thank goodness for that. Mm, yeah, fair enough. Hey, so has um, Jacinda had a bit of a policide with Joe Biden? Well, it'd be very brief pull aside, as that's what they call them at the, these sorts of meetings, Heather. Um, in fairness to Jacinda Ardern, she did um, have a meeting with him in the White House a couple of months ago, so there probably wasn't a hell of a lot more to say. Um, she said, uh, you know, they wished each other well and um, uh, basically uh, said how close they were as um, uh, countries, and that was about it. But uh, look, the Ukraine has certainly dominated uh, the UN this time round. And um, uh, basically, uh, Zelensky, you remember uh, just a couple of days ago, he said um, the what they see in the Ukraine is nothing short of uh, terrorism by uh, the uh, the Russians. Well, uh, Ardern was asked about that today, and uh, she avoided the issue uh, of calling it terrorist. She called it everything else, immoral, illegal, um, uh, but she would not uh, go down the road of calling it um, an act of terrorism. What she was more interested in talking about, Heather, which I found uh, interesting myself, was about how the UN uh, needs reforming. 
And um, I wonder if she sees herself as having a place in that reformation of the UN. It certainly does need reforming. And that's one thing that she sees that she may have in common with Joe Biden. And that's the ridiculous situation on the United Nations Security Council. They were talking, they talked briefly apparently about that. Um, Biden, whilst he uh, won't uh, do away with the veto rights of the uh, member states, the uh, five uh, permanent member states on the Security Council, uh, he uh, apparently is um, happy to see it extended from that small number to 15. Whether that makes any difference, those uh, neither here nor there, I would have thought. Barry, thank you very much. We'll have a chat to you again later at uh, quarter past six, wrap the political week that was.